0: Welcome to the Good News Podcast. I'm Colleen.
1: I'm Neil. We're here to share with you all the sonic joy we can find, good news, and delightful moments.
0: Beaming right to your ears from the Cards Against Humanity studio in Chicago. Before we get into this episode, let's hear some bad things that aren't going to happen today.
1: Nobody will get sucked into a video game like Tron and... Thanks to the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990, you're now more likely than ever to have access to an elevator in a multi-story building and Braille signage in public spaces.
0: So I have good news and I have bad news. I'll start with the bad news. And it's not really news. It's no surprise that diversity and inclusion in the workplace, as well as equal pay, still have a long way to go in this country. The good news is there are organizations, companies, and really thoughtful people out there that are trying to make a change.
2: Some of them have their dove moment where they do something incidentally tragic (laughs) that gives them so much bad PR, or it's maybe not even that big of a scale, but something gets back to them like, hey, this was whack. You should have talked to this group of people before you put this messaging out. That, that's kind of like their eye-opener.
1: That's Lisa Beasley. She's a co-founder of the Nova Collective, a woman and black-owned company that offers programs, products, and consulting services that build a more diverse, equitable, and inclusive workforce.
2: Me and three other women co-founded this company that's centered around corporate learning and development with a focus on diversity and inclusion, because a lot of organizations are in different phases with where they are in diversity and inclusion. Some of them are in crisis mode, but won't outright tell us that. And some are just like genuinely beginning to realize for themselves, like, hmm, our office looks a lot like American politics right now. It, I'm going to say it. That A lot of people are starting to notice that and they don't like it. But they realize that they are a part of a culture, they're a part of a systemic, you know, workforce, and they are the ones first to combat it. And what's happening is there are not a lot of resources out there for people who want to get started. And so that's what we help provide is we create systems and structures that you can scale. So if you're an organization of 30,000, how do you get this information all built around treating people nice to 30,000 people? So we build programs that do that.
0: Something that you said that I felt was really encouraging is that people themselves are taking notice like, geez, everybody in my company kind of looks the same. But I wonder from your point of view, these folks that are coming to you and asking for help, like, what are they saying? What is prompting them to sort of say, we need to make the change now?
2: Yeah, some of them have their dove moment where they do something incidentally tragic (laughs) <laughs> that gives them so much bad PR or it's maybe not even that big of a scale, but something gets back to them like, hey, this was whack. You should have talked to this group of people before you put this messaging out. And that that's kind of like their eye opener. Because particularly from my perspective, when those people come to us, I'm more empathetic because I know it's hard being in their position to admit to something like that because even me just educating myself on like white fragility it's a spot you know once again I put myself in a position to open up myself to that type of clientele and I and I do truly open up myself to them because it's not an easy thing to do so they'll come to us after something has happened or somebody has called them out that that happens like um, we had this creative agency that just over time realized that they would get you know certain assignments and certain work and they didn't have the team to officially carry it out so that's how you end up having like 12 white women write a hip-hop song (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so you know a lot of it isn't always coming in to just educate sometimes a lot of it is coming in right at the top of a project with also an extension to your team Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to help like supplement those points of views in the room.
1: I wonder if you've got any wins that you're particularly excited about recently. Uh, you're a you're a young a young company.
2: Yeah, I'm really excited about our one of our first product offerings is called the Compass Toolkit. It's it's a platform. It's like a, a suite of information that you can implement throughout your organization and scale. A lot of organizations lean on HR or just a a representative black or brown person who they say, hey, do you want to be in charge of diversity and inclusion? Who d- don't know what that means, who doesn't know. And also these are like touchy, 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 touchy subjects. So when you're putting someone who, who didn't like go to school for psychology or counseling or any kind of like they went to work to be an accountant and now they're over diversity and inclusion and they still have to do the job or they, or they want to, where do they get the tools to do that? And the compass is that. And it's animations, it's comic strips, it's facilitation guys that all work together and we we show you how to use them and more importantly we like it's like a train the trainer type of thing where we don't have to keep coming in over and over and over. You have it, you own it, it's yours. And um that was the first very first project we worked on we worked on and we sold one and I that that win was huge because we had put so much work into it and to see like, okay, this is something someone wants to use and it, and it, it's, it gives you a good boost.
0: The NOVA Collective shared a couple of suggestions to anyone out there who is identifying as non-diverse and looking to educate themselves on being a better human. One book that they suggested was The New Jim Crow, Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colorblindness by Michelle Alexander. Another book, Uprooting Racism, How White People Can Work for Racial Justice by Paul Kivel.
1: We'll share more links to books, articles, and social media on this very topic on our website, thegoodnewspodcast.fm. Thanks for listening. Do you have good news? Great. Or maybe you want to tell us a joke or an idea? Also great. Email us at goodnews at cardsagainsthumanity.com.
0: Or leave us a voicemail at 773 217 0156.
1: You can also tweet us at The Good News Pod.
0: Most of our music is by Poddington Bear.
1: Same place, same time, tomorrow.